Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. People wanted you to do the yeah that Travis does. Yeah. Pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, Travis, tra- he has like different levels of it. Some I critique it sometimes. I, all I got to do is clap. Sometimes he does it. I'm like, Trav, you just didn't bring your game today. Yeah. Other time he do, other times he does it. I'm like, Trav, that was I, did, I don't know, just didn't feel genuine. And there's a difference between the ten o'clock one and the twelve o'clock yeah, one. Yeah, twelve is much more chill. Yeah, right. Twelve o'clock, both him and I, like ten, were like this. Eleven, there's a little, <laughs> little sinking into the chair. By noon, I'm I'm laying down. You're low riding. I, I'm laying down on the ground, and I have the mic just. Uh, just finding a way to get in there. Um, ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. So there, there's a, uh, there is a, a, a few things that I want to get into here real quick. I'll get into the Chargers-Rams coming up this weekend and some of the expectations for the Chargers. And, um, you know, obviously a, a season for them that I think is critical, just in the sense they should have made the playoffs last year. Okay. Uh, somebody said Dolma in a can. I am Middle Eastern. All right? My parents are originally from Iraq. Okay. I've had a lot of Dolma in my life. Mm-hmm. Grew up in El Cajon, California. If you know El Cajon, it's basically the Middle East uh, of Southern California. Now, there's Glendale also. There's just, you know, obviously hubs here. I've had a lot of Dolma. Never in my life did I know that there was Dolma in a can. And you said you've had Dolma in a yes. can? Yes. Why is anyone going to Dolma in a can? In, why is anyone getting Dolma in a can in Los Angeles when you have Glendale? Uh, great restaurants in Brentwood as well. Why is anyone going there? You have some of the best Dolma just all hanging around all over us. You're getting it just for the convenience. You're somebody that doesn't know any better. You just don't get it then. Well, look, man, I'm Can you tell? I'm not any, endorsing this. I'm saying it exists, all right? And I've tried it before. Just out of They are what? a they are a partner of of the radio station. <laughs> the the big, brand that sells Dolma in a can paid a huge endorsement well, okay, fee for well, Travis. Let's just let's just say yeah. that they were brought on for Lakers pregame. Would you refuse to read it? Would you refuse to cooperate? I would add at the end of the read or go to Glendale and get some real freaking Dolma. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> At the end of the read, I would say that. Yeah, I mean, like, Glenn, I, by the, could I just say this? I went to a week ago. I think it was a week ago. I went to a, a restaurant out in Glendale. Bro, they're Middle Eastern food. Like, oh, it, it's it is, so great. But it's it's real Middle Eastern. It's as, it's as authentic as you can possibly get. So when I hear somebody say Dolma in a can, it makes me think, like, somebody, I don't know, it's like get a taco in a can. It's like, what the hell? No, do not do that. Okay, there is. I'm looking. I'm looking right now just to make sure I remember the name correctly. There goes that endorsement. Okay, I want to give. A, I'm going to give a shout out to a great okay. Middle Eastern place in Glendale. It's called Adana, A D A N A. It is fantastic. Okay, there you go. And ginormous portions to boot. It's awesome. All right. So while you're explaining how great it is, I have Funches yelling at me to look at Shams. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. We'll read it. So, Sham Sharania. Whatever Sham's about to say, if it's not more important than the us telling people not to eat dolma in a can, then I just want to throw it. Go ahead. I, I just saw what I know what Funches okay. is going to get into. So, according to Sham Sharania, the NBA will retire the number six league wide, honoring the late legendary mm. player and activist Bill Russell, which means LeBron. That's right. Has to change his number, but he can't go back to twenty three. Correct? Is he going to go back to twenty three? Uh he can right yeah he can go back to 23 why can't he go back to 23 yeah. I, I thought ad no he's no he's, he's, switching, he's sticking with three uh-huh he's yes sticking with three. Stay th- okay. still three yeah so, so mark stein put on top of it players who currently wear number six will be allowed to keep doing so according to the league but russell's jer- jersey number will not be issued again by any nba team to any player okay so lebron can keep it, it until basically like he retires unless I he decides 
players who currently wear number six will be allowed to keep doing so, according to the league, but Russell's jersey number will not be issued again by any team. By the way, breaking news, as always, presented by Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Uh, every uh, every time we got breaking news, it's presented by uh, Valvoline. Um, okay, so he's going to... so that, it sounds like then he'll get to stick with his number. Yeah, he gets to stick with his number, but I mean, he seems like a guy that will want to change away from Wouldn't that, be surprised right? Surprised with that? Yeah, Wouldn't I mean, be surprised with that. By the way, another great excuse to throw out a different number and a make whole more new money. Revenue, <laughs> revenue generating sale. What number should he go to? Sixty-six. Just. <laughs> I mean, I always I mean, saw you him can't as do a, thirty-two. You can't flip it. I always saw him as a fifty-seven. Well, thirty, thirty-two. You can't do that. Can't do 33, that. can't do that. Like, if you're looking for stuff that he, adds he's, he's up He's going to go six. back to 23, right? I'm just thinking of all the different numbers that add up to six. Can't go 42. Nope, can't do 40. that one. Can't go 33. That's what about 24? No, you can't. obviously can't, can't do 24. 24. Um, 60. Can't go 30. 15. That's Austin Reeves. <laughs> right, of course. You can't lose that. 33, you can't do. Yeah. That's Kareem. He could go 51. 50. <laughs> I'm a 57. Every time I looked at Braun in his career over the... Almost twenty years now. I was like, you should be fifty-seven. Okay, should he guy- stick it to, to uh, Michael Jordan and go forty-five? No, no, he definitely shouldn't. <laughs> he definitely should not do that. Are you guys, by the way? And I know, like Funch, you're a big jersey guy, right? Like you love jerseys. I you, love them. You rock jerseys all the time. Love them. Yesterday we brought up um, the new jersey. The uh, what is it? City edition? Is that what they're called? Yeah, city, city editions. Editions. That's right. I, it doesn't do anything for me. Like, I'm not a big, you know, the hype that comes, oh, my gosh, this guy's about to change his number, or this guy's joining a team, will he give it? I, just, I don't pay any, any attention well, to that. I'll say this much, because I'm not a big, you know, I'm not a big jersey guy. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm certainly not somebody that goes around wearing a jersey. Well, you're wearing I, a I, Wilt jersey right now. <laughs> I can't pull it off. Like, I just, I'm, I'm not the guy that can pull that off. Yeah. Among many reasons. Yeah, Funches ta- can pull it off. Not tall I enough. cannot pull it off. I, I can't do it. That being said, though, the general consensus I've seen from people who do get into this stuff is this new Laker jersey is awesome. I Based on the Twitter reaction, Lakers did well on I this I think it's one. better than the regular Sunday whites, too. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I like the gold trim. I like the gold yeah, trim, too. I like the blue. Very UCLA vibe-ish. I have That's not what seen it is. It looks single, very UCLA, and it's awesome. I have not seen a single Laker fan on Twitter or yeah. people hitting us up uh, Locked on Lakers YouTube page. Yeah. Not seen a single person dislike it. Like it seems to me, like if you are into this, the Lakers knocked it out of the park. You know, what I thought you were going to say when you said the breaking news. And by the way, this is big news because this is—it's great news, it's right? A great way to honor the way they're going to honor Bill Russell. This is a fantastic way to do it. But you know, these last couple of days, you had some of these shams kind of coming out. This was the KD stuff. The KD with the the front office for a quick second there. I was like, are we actually going to get some action in the NBA, which yeah, right. we have not got in about six weeks? Yeah, we're not getting any action anytime soon. Okay, Berg, I oh, got a question. I got a question for you. This was. <laughs> they missed it. Bro, they, they, missed <laughs> they totally. It went right over everybody's head. It's All amazing. Right, let's, let's start over. I'm just you back <laughs> you want, you again. Want to do it again. The NBA right. has not had any action in the last six weeks. There's been no action. I well, get it. that's that's just me. Well, you know what though? They went over that had, again. They've no, I do get it. There's actually been a lot of inaction. There's a lot of inaction. There's actually been a lot of inaction. Lot of, There's right, really been right, no right, right. action. Yeah. There's been a lot of inaction, high profile inaction. If you have not had action in the last six weeks, eight seven 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 ten. Hey now. Give us a call. Give us a shout. We'll find someone. Yeah, we'll find someone. Um, yeah, this is going to be an easy transition. Uh, Char- Chargers and the Rams. Fun, Alan. Chargers and the Rams on Saturday. Berg, do you remember this conversation we had a while back? Yeah. And you know how I feel about the Los Angeles Chargers. They're the San Diego Chargers, but it's okay. We're the San Diego Chargers. Feel a certain way about the Chargers. Yes. All right? So much so mm-hmm. that do you remember when we were at the softball game and you and I were throwing the balls in the outfield, we were warming up? Yes. Right? And you remember, actually, we came off the line and Clinton lost it. Oh, he was so upset. Yeah, he lost it. Clinton was so mad that we, we were not in line it. with I, everybody I, else. I forgot we never talked about it. So Clinton, <laughs> Clinton takes his baseball seriously. No question about it. So Clinton was so organized and everything else. Like, every detail was there. So when we were warming up, everybody is basically on the third baseline, right? Like, everybody yep. is on the third baseline. They're throwing. Well, it's a little tight there. So I figured, well, why don't we just go behind Clinton like, we'll get behind him. And I get Clint, what Clint's saying is, hey, if you throw the ball off, you're going to hit me in the head. 
But in my kind of in my world, I'm like Clinton. We'll be fine. Nobody's. We're, we're kind of far off off the way. He lost it on that. He was so mad. He it was lost because it. Yeah. We're, we're supposed to be in line. Everything has to be yeah. even and right. Yeah, he was and not I, happy I, that I we were. I think I got fined for not tucking my jersey. <laughs> Clinton actually, Brian and I. He both, made me shave my beard. Brian and I both. <laughs> Find you. <laughs> he made me shave my beard. That's why I got you. The other team was the Red Sox, and we were the Yankees. <laughs> we, were, we were the Yankees. We were literally, like he yeah. texted my brother and I because both of us were not able to make the game. Yep. And he's like, "Dude, I am so disappointed. You guys can't be there. But by the way, here's all the stuff that I'm bringing. Like he had like a bat connection. Oh no, the, he, the like bats Clinton. Were, is, the bat was the greatest part of the softball. Did you see the bat? There's serious. one right behind you, by the way. Actually, I think this In that is box. the paddle. I think that's the paddle. No, no, no. It's a bat. It's a, oh, it's it Clinton's bat. Yeah. Okay, so um, while all that was going on, uh, Berg and I are throwing the ball, and you threw the ball way over my head. One of your throws went way over my head. Okay, yeah. I had a couple of those too. Maybe sure. I just I maybe I mistimed it. I don't know. It goes way over my head, so it goes out towards the outfield, and I hear a dude, "Hey, Sliwa." Stop hating on the Chargers. Okay. <laughs> and I just laughed. I'm like, hey, nothing I could do. There's nothing I could do. That that's it's inside of me. I can't I can't let that out, right? So then and I it happened again. You know, the, another one that went over my head. Uh, there was lot, only one. Well, sir. no, no. It, this is not only on you. This is me just having bad timing and not knowing where the ball's going to go. So I go back out there and I hear him say it again. Hey, Sliwa, leave the Chargers alone. <laughs> He's doing his thing, right? You and I, if you remember this conversation we had, when the schedules had just come out, what's the first game at SoFi Stadium for the Chargers this year? Ooh, the Raiders. As somebody that grew up in San Diego and was a Charger fan my entire life, there were plenty of games I'd go to where it's Chargers and the Raiders. And when I tell you they owned Qualcomm Stadium. Oh, yeah. Owned Qualcomm Stadium. Which, by the way... Is it's just it's one it's a fan base that can do that right? Dodgers, Diamondbacks. I'll never forget. You know, it was last year. Not that it, not that it doesn't happen this year, but Dodgers, Diamondbacks. Walker Bueller pitched like seven innings or something like that, and was coming off the mound. There was a standy go for him in Arizona, and it looked like you were at Dodger Stadium. Certain franchises have that you know that pool. The Lakers, whatever the case is. I used to go to these games, and I try to park. At Qualcomm, this is in San Diego, and Raider fans would be like, nah, man, Raider fans only. I'm like, bro, I'm in San Diego. So I would do the smart thing. I would turn around and go park 14 sections the other way. Giving them a wave. Yeah, absolutely. So my question to you, Berg, we brought this up last time, and we'll get into the Chargers-Rams. And I I actually do want to talk about the Chargers because I do think they're going to be legit this year. We've said that plenty of times, and they haven't come through. I think I'm going to that game. Good. I think I'm going to the Raider-Charger game. Only thing I need help with, I need help with my gear. Because I'm going to wear so much Raider silver and black. <laughs> oh, no, we got you. We got you. Don't you worry. I, I'm going to need a little help there. And then I'm also, at some point as we get closer to that date, I'm going to need Raider fans. Listen, they've been very, let's just say they've been very open arms so far since I've said that I am, I'm joining the silver and black and I'll never join them more than when they're playing the Chargers. We want you here. We want you on the Raider side. Now, how far are you willing to go is the question, though. Like, are you going to paint your face? Are you going to wear the uh, the shoulder pads that have the spikes in yeah. them? Are you yeah. going to go Darth Vader? Yeah. Are you going to try and, you know, create your own black hole? Let me tell you something. I'm all in. Yes. I whatever, love this. Whatever Can I go with you? Do, Let's get tickets. Uh, by the way, that would be fantastic if we went together. You're actually a Raider fan. Yeah. Um, I'm all in. The only thing that we need, when I say I'm all in, is just let's go on Amazon. Let's get whatever we need to. I'll never be more happy to root again. I hope I see Dean. I just want to see Dean Spanos. That's the only thing that's left is I just want to see Dean when I'm out there. And what do you say to him? As a Raider fan, you need to actually yell at him. So what are you going to say to him? I will. I, let me hold it in, and I will, I'll I'll have probably – I need five minutes okay. with him. When I just is, need five when is minutes the date of this game? September 10th. Okay, so the Rams start against the Bills on the 8th. Yes. So I want to, and that's a Thursday. Okay. So the Sunday, the 11th. it might be the eleventh. You yes. got a month to work this together as yes. a promo. Yep, you're going to have some type of listener party, some type that's of what whatever. I'm saying. I just need no. some Raider fans to say, "Hey, Al, make sure you come right. to this section." But you're this getting and that. You're getting a Raiders tat. No, I'm not. That, getting a no, no. Oh, that's yeah, how you yeah. Do this. No, no, I'm not getting a Raiders. That is how you stick it to Dean Spanos. 
Like you turn an event, you turn an event, your allegiance. Oh, just listen. So beautiful. I mean, look, the you got to do something major, Alan. Otherwise, Dean Spanos, he's a billionaire. He doesn't care what you do. Major to me is going all in. I can't get a tenth. Yes, I don't, you, I don't have how about henna? Will you go henna? Wait, explain that. Henna, henna, a henna tattoo. You don't know what a henna tattoo is. Okay, you ever you, been to Venice Beach? Yeah, you it, scared it goes me away. for a second there. When you first said that, there were other things I thought you were talking about. So I'm glad it was outside of henna. Talking. I don't yeah. know what you can get yeah. from henna. Yeah, like I'm, I'm usually sure pretty good at thinking no, of like you, a. You got to get yourself a Raider tat. That is how you. Stick I'm not getting a Raider tat. Yes, you are. Birdman <laughs> agrees with me. Yes. No, no, we're not getting a Raider tat. We can't. Do you that. can do henna. Well, then, then you really don't care about this, Alan. You really don't care. Why are you deflating this? I I'm, no, this I'm inflating it. I am inflating this. Am Andy, ready. how great would a henna tattoo on Alan Sliwa be? I'm ready. Oh. I'm ready. The to fact go that he goes with the henna. All henna back in. <laughs> <laughs> lower back? Are we going lower back? No, I mean, stamp back there. Uh, <laughs> you haven't had action in six weeks. Eight, seven, seven, <laughs> seven dead. <laughs> yeah. Come on. All right, we come back. I, I do want to actually get into a team that I really actually think will be good this year. We're spending a lot of time talking about the Rams. Is there a is there a buzz about the Chargers? And if you're a Raider fan out there that has season or not even season tickets, already knows you're going to a Raiders Chargers game. Uh, I, I need Berg and I are going to have to go to some type of event when we're there. So we'll do all that coming up next. Stay right here. Travis and Sliwa on seven ten ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All right, one quick tweet I want to read, just to show you that I'm not lying here. Alan Slee was Murphy Bed. Mm -hmm. Great follow. He's actually a pretty funny dude. He's very funny. Funny guy. Raul from the OC. This story at Alan Sliwa tells about a fan yelling at him about the Chargers was caught firsthand by me. I was sitting behind the fence in right, uh, right field. First pass ball was Bergman's fault, bad throw. Second pass ball was 100% Sliwa's error, which <laughs> does not surprise me at all. Uh, so that that actually happened. That dude, I don't know who was shouting it, but it was just so funny to me out of everything he could have shouted at me. Hey, Sliwa, stop hating on the Chargers. Um, at least you got that. I got like a Funchess. You suck. I probably got three of those. I just I ignored them, or I just didn't want to tell those uh, their story. You know that softball game? I didn't have one ball hit my way. I was playing second. Never in the five innings did one ball come my way. They feared you. And Funches. I think first play of the game. First play of the game, yes. You're playing, he's playing second. He's got a ball coming his way. Yeah. Oh, man. It was scary, too. Yeah, it, was, that's uh, the difference, though. They fear Sliwa. No, that's the, the one thing him. I was hoping that did not happen was, like, the first hit of the game was going to come to me. Sliwa's like that cornerback that nobody throws. He's like, he's like the Jalen Ramsey of second baseman. Just nobody's hitting at him. Might as well worry about the other side of the field. Yeah. Exactly. They'll come right on me in they, a slant. The guy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's guy gone. All right, so the Chargers, and we're going to make this thing happen on uh, the first game of the season. So if I probably pay $300 for parking, and then we'll figure it out. Uh, Berg and I will split it. I'll pay 90 He'll pay the rest. Um, Chargers made a lot of moves in the offseason, whether it was extending Mike Williams, whether it was signing J.C. Jackson, whether it was trading for Khalil Mack. They made some moves. And, and – you know, let, let's not 
I know we don't spend a lot of energy talking about the Chargers. Obviously, this is the Rams station. But I think I put all that to aside. The Rams we talk about all the time because the Rams are a Super Bowl winning franchise in Los Angeles. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was walking around Dodger Stadium. And, you know, certain events that you go to, the Dodgers are so good. They're 45-something games over 500. They have a cushion in the NLS that's over 15 games. And I'm watching the Dodgers, and it's like, damn, here we are in August, early August. They're playing the Minnesota Twins. There's a freaking vibe at Dodger Stadium. This is a good-ass team. Mm -hmm. And I think of the Rams, and the Rams are obviously trying to kind of build towards, hey, L.A., not only are we here, but we're a good franchise. We're winning. We were here in the past. I mean, look, we were talking about the Raiders before, Alan. The reality is, and I think the, the Rams are moving in a great direction yep. very quickly. Yep. But the Raiders, I think, are still the no, most popular listen, NFL team in this city. Listen, no question about it. I'm, I'm, I really genuinely say that. And it's not – if you're the Rams, you've been here now for five years. They've done a great job. If you said – the Rams are coming back to Los Angeles. Their history, their roots are in L.A., mm -hmm. but they were gone for X amount of years. They're coming back to L.A. In those five years, you're going to make two Super Bowl appearances. You're going to make the playoffs. What well, they make playoffs? Four out of five years, I think yep. something like that, right? You have a, Even the year they missed, they weren't bad. You have a coach in Sean McVay that is, how do I describe? He's at times almost, it almost, at times, he's the face of the Rams. Like, that's not common for your coach to be the face of your franchise, and he just got his extension. And it feels like they know what they're doing. And SoFi Stadium is arguably the greatest stadium on, on, in the in world. In the world. In the right? world. Absolutely. So you got all these things that go your way. They've done it perfectly for five years. I'm with you. I think there are more Raider fans here in Los Angeles than any other well, football it's, fan it's base. It's generational institutional leads. That, the, Ram, that yeah. the Raiders have over the Rams. It's a Farmer John hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it is. That's a great way of uh, tying it back to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like, the the Rams have made as great of headway as they possibly could have. Couldn't have asked. Like, before they came, if you said, hey, this is the five years that's going to happen, your first five years in Los Angeles, they would sign up for that well, look, 100 the, out of 100 times. The truth is this. Nobody, uh, I'm not going to say nobody. That would be an overstatement. But mm -hmm. the city as a whole was not clamoring for the Rams to return. Not in the same way they were clamoring for the Raiders to return. And, you know, Chargers well, that, that's had what even I'm less get clamor. To. Yeah, that's what I'll get to, but keep going but with the point. The, in the amount of time that the Rams have been here, do I think they've caught the Raiders? No, because, again, that is a generational, institutional handicap yep. that they are dealing with, and they just have to fight their way through it. Mm -hmm. That said, they are fighting through it incredibly well. And they are building excitement. They, they put L.A. on notice, oh, right? absolutely. That, that they know in order for them to be talked about and be relevant and everything else, and they have a head start They're on, building young fans, too. And that's what matters. Young fans 100%. will have a reason to get excited yep. about, you know, as a grade school kid, as a teenager, mm -hmm. whatever. They will be excited to be Rams fans, and those fans will stay because this organization is extremely well run. So – Think of what you're dealing with, and you're the Los Angeles Chargers. So you're dealing with a Raider fan base that um, is as passionate of a fan base of any in the NFL, as good of a fan base who has roots in Southern California and just really roots in California in general. I know now they're in Vegas, but even them being in Vegas, I don't think affects – like there is no – um, there is no, well, they moved to Vegas, I'm not going to cheer for them. I don't feel like that's the case with the Raiders. Oh, they moved to Oakland, I'm not going to cheer. You may be disappointed with the franchise, some of their decisions, but most, I feel like most Raider fans cheer for the Raiders. Then you got the Rams portion, like we just said, what they accomplished in five years. Keep churning the page, churning the page, churning the page. Eventually you're going to get to a page that says the Los Angeles Chargers. Well, I mean, let's be honest about this. The ch forget the idea that, there's so many Raider fans in this city, so the Rams have to compete with that. At least the Rams were not disliked mm -hmm. in L.A. Even if there was not necessarily people clamoring for them to come back, they were sort of they were like, kind of like a blank slate, other than, I guess, like the diehards, the holdovers from 30 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Chargers were actually disliked in this city. Mm -hmm. So the Chargers have had to deal with 
not just the Raiders being more popular than them here as far as football goes, not just the Rams being more popular, hell, not even USC mm-hmm. being more popular than them. They had to deal with the fact that this city doesn't like them in the first place. Okay. And, and you left a, you know, I, I think some people understand why I have, I feel a certain way about the Chargers. Listen, they left the city where I'm born and raised, and I, I really genuinely feel like San went, Diego had an affection for them. I went through that with the now Arizona Cardinals as okay. a St. Louis kid. Mm-hmm. And for years, I held a grudge against them. Okay. And uh, on top of that, they came to a city that I did not feel I cared that they were coming to, to Los Angeles. And I only use that as an example because I'm also going to give credit where credit's due. Chargers got a good team. They have a good team. Oh, they have a great team. Period. At least on paper, they got a great team. There is no other way for me to describe the Chargers. But I look at this this mountaintop that they have to climb in this city. So I'm going to go back to the Dodger game real quick. There's competition within the city. Forget the competition that the Dodgers play. The Dodgers got to go up against the Giants. They got to go up against the Mets. They got to go the Atlanta Braves. The Lakers have to play the Golden State Warriors to this. Now, the, the Lakers and the Dodgers, that's a little bit different because they are such established brands in L.A. That's your one-two, period. But there's so much competition to grab attention in this market. USC goes out and gets Lincoln Riley, and all of a sudden now, that's a conversation that you and I, even if we're not having it today, by the time the college football season starts, we're going to be talking SC, something that we haven't done for the last five, six years on this radio station, if they're a top 10 team, if they're all of a sudden in the conversation for college football playoff. The Chargers got so much to battle. The last thing they can afford is they should be a playoff team and they're not making the playoffs, or there's another excuse that comes with the Chargers, or their coach decides to, well, you know, we're just going to go for it on fourth and down from our own 18. Like, you can't shoot yourself in the foot, and I feel like this year, not that every the world is going to change, but damn, what a critical year for the Chargers to make some kind of noise in L.A. Oh, really quick, too. Uh, shout out to Lindsay Theory. For years, she covered the Rams for ESPN, did a terrific job. Yep. She is apparently now on the Chargers beat. Hmm. And I imagine her coverage is going to be just as good. So if you were following Lindsay before for Rams, follow her for the Chargers. She's got a piece up right now about uh, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. That's a hell of a pass rushing tandem, man. She should do a piece on me being there for the Raiders. Well, she's going to do a piece on your tattoo. On Sunday. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You know that you know that article on McVeigh uh, a couple days ago on the front of ESPN, mm-hmm. kind of a close shot. Yeah, you know they got McVeigh kind of close. Mine will be just of my the my, smaller your back, my calf. No, just, you should no. dress up as Al Davis or John Madden. I, you know, you know what I want to do. Got to go big. I, well, yeah, I want to do. I want to have the spikes. I want. Oh, you want to do like, that? I want to do, do like that. all that. Like I, because that's what I think of when I think of the Raiders. I think of Look, the guy just slamming on the, the one thing. end of the end zone. Allen? ESPN's going to be like, who is this idiot? Well, he actually works for your company. Here's the thing. Yeah. You go shirtless with the spikes. Yeah, 100%. That leaves your huge, back huge totally available for yeah. the tattoo. When I end up at Harris later today and I'm in the Lazy River, I'm going to wear a sweater. That just shows you how <laughs> that shows you how shirtless I'm going to be. All right, we'll take some of your phone calls. I know we got some people that want to chime in on this. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-ESPN. Stay right here. This is uh, the Travis and Sleeve Show on 710 ESPN. Can we get Stafford to record? This is Sliwa and Andy Kamenitsky. 
just in case if Trav is out. I can't be there tomorrow, man. I've then he's going to do one for Clinton Yates, Beto, Let's everybody. Let's start off with this, <laughs> I look, and then we'll see where it goes. I, I'm not trying to add tension. I'm not trying to bring yeah. stress. I'm just telling you, I cannot be there Trav tomorrow. would hallucinate if Stafford recorded a Sliwa and AK in the house. I mean, I'd love he for Stafford to do that. that. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I'm just saying I can't be there tomorrow. By the way, pretty funny. Everybody sent Casper V on Twitter the universal sound for dogs, and he's just eating, I don't know, some maybe a nugget, a chicken nugget, something like that, and then the dog's just in the background. Like, oh, I hear that, buddy. Mm-hmm. I hear oh, that. Oh, absolutely. Um, there were some more details on the, the number six. Bill Russell uh, retiring the number six jersey. Across uh, the league. However, and this is something that Sham Sharania put out there, that players like LeBron James who are currently wearing number six will be grandfathered. So it's kind of like that. You know, somebody says, well, how do they have a liquor license? Well, it's grandfathered. Why don't they have to go through any of the rules? Well, that's grandfathered. It's kind of one of those. Yeah, they were, they were players under the old CBA. Like, Kobe used to be able to make uh, more money than other oh, yeah, players. That's right. that's right. Because his contracts have been grandfathered in through an old CBA. But uh, some of the details from Sham Sharania of The Athletic, uh, noting, again, that guys like LeBron, um, Alex Caruso, have been wearing number six for Chicago. So, uh, I guess the, the Eagle himself can keep wearing that number six if he wants I miss to. Caruso, bro. I do, too. Uh, How about Port- some of those highlights last year? Mm-hmm. There's like a, Bulls a, fans would go crazy. Knife, just a and I'm knife like, to the heart. I'm like, he's not yours. But this is theirs now. I know. But this, though, is also really interesting. Mm-hmm. All NBA players, reading from Shams right now, will wear a patch on the right shoulder during the 2022-2023 season. Awesome. To be expected. Awesome. Again, totally deserved again. Mm-hmm. It's Bill Russell. Every arena's court will display... A clover-shaped logo wow. with a number six. That means a clover-shaped logo. Wow. This upcoming season, the Lakers mm-hmm. at Crypto will have a number six and a clover. Hmm. A Boston Celtics logo of sorts on their court. This is how you know. I was going to say. This is how you know that Bill Russell. ultimate. This is how respect. you know he was truly one of one. Because he's got to be one of one yep. for the Lakers to be okay with this. And he has to be one of one for the league hmm. to actually feel justified asking the Lakers hmm. to do this. But, you know, remember, too, Bill Russell used to go out of his way yep. to compliment Kobe. Like, he and Kobe were really close. How great is that video? I was telling Trav. And Trav mm-hmm. hadn't – I don't think he had seen it, but I say, Trav, you see that video of Kobe at the All-Star game? And he's talking with Bill Russell. Yeah. And Bill Russell's going out of his way to kind of compliment his game. And Kobe just stops him on a dime. And he's like, well, that's because I read your book. Yes. Bill's like, damn. Yeah. But, I mean, like – and, you know, you can find pictures of Bill Russell in a Kobe jersey. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they, they had a special relationship. And those are the times where – the Lakers Celtics rivalry, you put it aside for humanity. No about it. No but again, about it. it speaks to Bill Russell is one of one that this is going to happen with the Lakers. I've I've almost I don't buy memorabilia. Like I just don't. It's not something for me. Maybe one day if you got like a, you know, your setup is right and things that mean something to you that you purchase. One time I was at a charity event, and it's the first time I've ever bought memorabilia, at least from what I remember. You know which one it is? What iconic magic and bird? It's when Bird is ripping off Magic's Laker jersey and he's mm-hmm. got a Celtics yeah. under it, right? Yeah. And I don't know why that was like to me that was it's special. It's like here are these two iconic players that pretty much got the NBA to that next level and then, you know, obviously the NBA took off from there, but you're talking about having that it's like it's the ultimate respect, and it's like those two guys had the ultimate respect for each other as their career progressed. And even as somebody that's a Laker fan, I could appreciate that. I went to a, I went to a Lakers Celtics game in Boston, maybe eight nine years ago. I can't remember when it was, something like that, right? I wore a Magic Johnson Purple Road Thirty Two jersey to the Boston Garden. I cannot tell you how many people complimented it. I mean, you had a couple occasional a-holes that would say something, but, bro, I'm t- 90% of those Boston Celtics fans, hey, that's a cool jersey, man. Well, I mean, remember Kobe in his final season. He was getting MVP chants in Boston. 
And the last, you know, the last is funny actually because Kobe used to like to play up the villain persona. You know, there were, frankly, he marketed it. Yeah. He marketed it brilliantly. I mean, like he, that period post Colorado was a lot of image issues for Kobe to negotiate both personally and professionally. And he managed to lean into the idea of being the villain and being perceived as unlikable in in ways that are pretty astonishing. Mm. But towards the end of his career, especially post-Achilles, when Kobe was never the same again, and I think it would be very difficult for even the the most diehard of people that didn't like Kobe to not have sympathy for the idea of this is an all-time great mm. and he's going out like this. So, like, the last few years of Kobe's career, he really wasn't the villain. He was actually more like the... You know, beloved uncle. You're right. That everybody grew yeah, to respect. Yeah, way to put it. On the road, again, even in places like Boston, mm-hmm. Kobe was getting cheers. Love. And mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes you just come to realize that things rise above even the biggest traditional rivalries in yeah. sports. And I think that was Kobe down the stretch even in Boston. And I think that's going to be Bill Russell with this commemoration on a Laker court. Bill Russell. That's big stuff right Bill there. Bill Russell mattered, man. That's but just think about what you just said. Like that's big stuff right there that there will be you know it, it, it's obviously for Bill Russell, but that's going to be on the Lakers again. Court. Like, I mean, that's the ultimate respect. No, I, mean, I don't know how else to put it. No disrespect to any other of the Boston legends, yeah. you know, who have already passed or are still living but may one day. Sure. They're not going to get this type of treatment. Mm. Because they did not matter in the same ways that Bill Bill Russell mattered as a human being, beyond just as somebody that elevated basketball. Like he mattered as a person, and and again, it takes somebody like that for the Lakers to I think feel not just comfortable but good sure. about those type of concessions on their court. Yeah, it's uh, it's funny because there's certain athletes. That's why we'll have these conversations. Things will come up. Go ahead. Great tweet. Actually, yeah. from uh, Bilal Halawi. Uh, I apologize if I mispronounced your name. I've been a Lakers fan since 1981. Only person I've ever seen wearing a Celtics jersey and Lakers hat was Bill Russell. He is an exception. Hmm. There was um, every time, and you'll know this because you did the you know pregame show for a long time with Michael, and there's certain conversations we would have, and when it came up to stuff like this, and it'd be like, Michael, uh, I would, you know, I'd say, you know, this player is the first player to do this, that, since Wilt. And then Michael will just go on this, like, rant about Wilt Chamberlain, right? Like, he can talk about these players. He's He's been through so many generations of the NBA and some of these greats. And that's, you know, it's like the, he goes on a rant about Muhammad Ali. Rarely is he talking about the boxing part. Yeah, He goes on a rant about Jim Brown it's rarely about, you know, there's, yes, we know what some of these guys did on the field or on the court, but there's other things they did as well. That's a that's that's an interesting one, the way you kind of describe Bill Russell in that regard. Yeah, I, I mean, again, this is this takes a, an exception that proves the rule. Bill Russell was the exception that proves the rule. Okay, um, got a couple things uh, left that we got to do, and uh, I'm going to end up uh, driving out to Harris right after this. Uh, hopefully, Travis Rogers joins me for uh, tomorrow's show. We know AK will not be in the I house can't there. Be there man. Uh, we have the dump coming up next, plus Super Crosstalk. Stay right here, Travis and Sleeva Show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance protects small businesses with affordable coverage options. Quote today at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Um, okay, so I want to play this real quick. So Cooper Cup, who's a pretty good wide receiver. He's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if he... He had a, so- he had a solid little year last year. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how impactful he was. I mean, they probably 
could have threw a hail mary to somebody else versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. No, the I'm game not on saying other people didn't carry left. but still, yeah, other people can. That's actually a better way to put it. So Cooper Cup's given his opinion on the top wide receivers, top five wide receivers in the NFL. Uh, take a listen to his list. I didn't hear his name. I, listen, can I tell you something? And it feels like that that's something Cooper Cup would do, that he would not bring himself up in a situation like that. I love him even more that he doesn't bring himself up. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a top five wide receiver in the NFL. See, I love him less. Bring yourself up. When you when you are coming off the season that he had, you know it's false modesty. Bring yourself up. Did you hear him in the Super Bowl in his uh, when they were doing the parade? Mm-hmm. And he comes up. He's got the mic in front of him. He basically was like – he was talking as if, hey, guys, let's get this done because at 3.30 I have another workout that i got to do. And I'm working on some routes right now, working on my footwork. I think it kind of fits his personality. Well, he comes from a football family. Like, I believe his father and grandfather both played at minimum college football. I think one of them was actually a pro, too. Mm-hmm. He comes from an extremely athletic but professional yeah. athlete family. So he knows a lot about sort of the behind the scenes of making it work. I just feel like when you are coming off a season where you are clearly the best wideout in the league, yeah. it'd be one thing to so not— So can you pretend like you're Cooper Cup for a second? And I say, hey, top five wide receivers in the league. What would you say? I would say me, four other dudes, pick whoever you want. Doesn't matter. <laughs> They're all behind me. Yeah. I mean, which and if whatever. he did that, uh, that made sense too. Just not in his, uh, not in his DNA. I mean, just look. It'd be one thing if he was asked to name the best. Like, if you want to be false, modest enough about the best, okay, fine. Don't name yourself. Top five. That skirts believability. He also has Odell Beckham in the top five. Right. He doesn't even know if. A, he had a better season than Odell. B, oh, yeah, we don't even know when Odell's going to be ready. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. Week nine, I think. But, like, that's, again, it's false modesty. I'm not impressed. Okay, uh, according to reports, the NFL will add a Black Friday game to its schedule in 2023. Amazon will stream the game. By the way, that all makes sense. Um, where are you with, like, let, let's use during COVID – Games were getting moved around. Mm-hmm. Remember, I think the Rams had a game supposed to be Sunday. They ended up playing yeah. Tuesday at like yep. three o'clock or yep. something like that, two o'clock. Um, are you? Hey, I don't care what day the NFL lands on. If the NFL has a game, not every, you know, a lot of these leagues don't have that power. NBA is playing games a few days a week on nationally televised games. I'm not always going out of my way to watch them, and I love the NBA through and through. The NFL, I, I kind of go out of my way to watch them. You like the idea of having a Friday night game? I'm cool with it because I will watch it. Yeah. And this is a very specific thing. This is a marketing thing. It's a Black Friday thing. Yep. And it's Amazon. Right. And it's Amazon, yep. your partnership, blah, 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 your blah. Your TV's going to say order now. Right. That being said. It's kind of genius. I prefer it, though, Sunday, Monday. You know, mm-hmm. Sunday is the slate. Monday is Monday yep. night football. I think the more you spread this out, the less special it starts to feel. I'll still watch because it's the NFL and they got scarcity on their side. But I think the more you spread this out among days for the NFL, the more you're actually weakening the product in the process. Also, on the topic, guys, do you guys still go Black Friday shopping? No. I haven't. I don't know if I've gone. Like, ever? In my life. It's a bunch of savages, man. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh, people sit out. Yeah, they're, it's, it's. Well, no, not enough people sit out. It's the opposite, man. Everybody gets out. No, sit out out as in, like, at midnight, they're camping out. Oh, they're camping out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, seriously, it becomes like Mad Max out there. It's like the apocalypse. (laughs) Hell no. Yeah, but, you know, if that air fryer is on, it's 40% sale. Yeah, it's $20 or whatever. Yeah, you got to get that air fryer. Your hospital bill. Is going to offset the you money know, that, that you saved on the 70-inch TV is $30. you got to wait in line for five hours. Hell no. Like, seriously, you people are animals. Like, you should all be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, but did you hear what I said? There. An air fryer. Have you used an air fryer? Yeah, I got one. It changes my life. Oh, changes your life. Air fryer is so So great. clutch. It's so, so clutch. Throw everything in there. Like, believe the hype. You yeah. should get one. Yeah, get the air fryer. But wait until Black Friday. <laughs> Where you could save twenty dollars you at go your in local there. Target. You enter the Thunderdome to get that air fryer, man. The dump is presented by Target. Okay. <laughs> well, it was. I'm throwing out a lot of sponsorships today, just kind of slanging these out there. Um, okay, another thing. This is a little bit interesting. Try to see here. There's a documentary based on Run TMC. So, of course, Chris Mullen, Tim Hardaway, Mitch Richmond. 
Um, same production company that did ESPN's Derek Jeter series, The Captain. Mm-hmm. I have not watched yet The Captain. Travis, who thinks Derek Jeter is the most boring person in the history of Major League Sports that got so much hype, told me it's really good. And he talked about specifically certain interactions with him describing um, his relationship with Alex Rodriguez. Are you going to watch The Captain? I might. Yeah? I, I, I'm i not a huge baseball guy. I feel so like I'm, not... I'm missing out on, on The Captain. It's got great pub, great run so far. I, look, I hate the Yankees. So it's I'm already a step behind this because I'm yep. I'm naturally uninterested in anything Yankees to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, I I might be curious enough to watch it. It's not high on my list, I got to be honest. Uh Run TMC. You watching that? I am actually really yeah. curious to I if nothing else, I want to learn because there's a lot when I first heard about this, my my immediate reaction was what's the story? Like other than I know they were a really popular period with the warriors and and it was sort of like this oasis in another in these bookends of not being very good Mm -hmm. i don't know a lot about that period Hmm. so i mean i actually i'm really interested to learn about curiosity to yeah kyle kuzma scored 67 points in the utah pro-am powder league just reading what funches sent me there's a there were a few other nba players who were in this you know Uh, every time i see those like uh who was it? There was a dude actually graduated from San Diego State. I forget his name. The Toronto Raptors, um, Malachi Flynn. Yeah. Oh, he had seventy something. Seventy seven, seventy three or something. Where he put up yeah. seventy plus or whatever it is. Yeah. Do you guys I mean, put stock into that stuff though? I was gonna say. I. I mean, no. How are you supposed to? You know. No, you don't because like as Kuz now, you look at no. him any different. I don't look at him. Any no, different. you don't look at him any different. I mean, six. Look, sixty seven points against solid competition. Still, if he had impri- seven points and he was <laughs> right. Two well, for 18. To this point, there were a lot of Laker fans who were, shall we say, nervous about the idea that Taylor Horton Tucker played in the Drew and scored like 13 points on, I think, like 5 of 13 shooting. He had, I think, as many turnovers. Oh, Darvin Ham sot. But, uh, by the way, DeLon Wright played in this game, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty Barnes, and KCP was in this game Tuesday in Utah. You said that you just saw him Listen. Wednesday at the Dodger game. KCP is maybe I'm crazy, but I swear that was KCP. Walked right by each other. I'm like KCP just rolling around at a Dodger game. All right, we got uh, 38. Who did KCP? Super crosstalk coming up right now. All right, uh, John Ireland here. Ramona will be joining uh, John here in just a few minutes. So yeah, she's doing TV. Did you did you catch any of our conversation? I know I'm really late to the game on this thing. Went mm-hmm. to the Dodger game yesterday. I know. I, I thought about you when they hit that 3-1 homer early. I go, oh, God, Sleewood's going to be the new jinx. It looked bad. They're just too good. They were down 3-2. Yeah, just, by the way, people don't. They were down 4-2. They're down after the three-run homer and yeah. then the, the 4-2. But, um, and people were immediately like, hey, you should leave the game. Like, we're in the fourth inning. Can no, I get a couple more good. innings? They are really, it's it's almost ridiculous. But I was, I was mentioning. Very late to the game on this. I had my first Dodger dog yesterday. Okay. First new Dodger dog. First new Dodger dog. Since they changed from yep. Farmer John. Yeah. I had the Farmer dog uh, before, and um, on my way out, I'm like, you know what? Let's grab one of these, and uh, and let's get let's just give my opinion on it. I didn't put anything on it. Yeah. No mustard, no onions, yep. relish, ketchup, any of that stuff. I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I didn't have any issue with it. If you told me that I was at the park... And I was going to be, you have two hot dogs. I'm going to eat both of them, and I'm not going to complain about it. Okay. Have you had the Dodger dog? Yes. Where do you stand in all this? 100%. People are very passionate about it. 100% with you. This is such a load of crap. This is the guys like Mason who can't let go of what happened before. It's a freaking dog. The hot dog is the same as it was. There is no giant difference (laughs) with the Farmer John hot dog. I, I be, Bergman, are you like Mason? Are you like listen? This guy stormed in here like I've never seen somebody walk so quick at ten oh seven to get in here and just start yelling at me. Go ahead, Berg. John, have you heard of the Sedano Psy? No. <sighs> okay. <laughs> so there is, is a what, massive is, difference. Okay, between this is, the two. This is and, what the people at the Dodgers do when people like Bergman bitch about the hot dogs. They just roll their eyes and go. Oh God! Get off my lawn, guys! Back. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they, but it doesn't matter. They don't, I don't care what they think. Well, they don't care what you think, and these dogs are here they to stay, should. and uh, and and they're fine. 
They're just like the old ones. No, they're not good. There's no yeah. flavor to them. There has no bite to them. It, nah, yeah, but no you bought good. one anyway. Well, no, oh, the one time, and I will never do it again. Okay, so this is, and I'm not saying this to, to back up Incite my argument. Riots. To back yeah. up my argument, but I'm telling you, those things were flying. Everyone was eating a dog. Well, again, it's part of the experience, though. If you are there, a friend of mine that works for the Dodgers says there's been no drop off in sales. I'm sure at there all. hasn't been. None. I, again, but if, that says it all. No, it doesn't. It, it speaks to the experience. If you go to a baseball game, for a lot of people, part of going to the game is the hot dog. Baseball and hot dogs are connected, yes? Yeah. If you want that hot dog, you can only buy the one that is at the park. Okay, my neighbor Cindy, who lives two doors down from me, is a huge Dodger fan. Her and her husband go to, you know, 10 games a year. And they used to go to like 30 a year before they had kids. Um she says, I'm more irritated by the fact they no longer have onions than I am about the dogs. You know, everybody's going to complain about something. I'd love to see Lon Rosen or Stan Kasten's <laughs> call sheet in the morning for the incessant people like Bergman that say, the hot dogs aren't as good as they were before. <laughs> They're just Where's not. Where's the helmet Sunday? Can make the I face. can't park in the – it takes too long to get out of the parking lot. The Dodgers break the attendance record every year. They break the hot dog sales record every year. What? People people just love to complain. When is the last time Mason and Ireland have had Stan Caston on? Like, when's the last time? Because you need to bring... We once. haven't had him on this year. No. We had him on last year, yeah. didn't like, we? Yeah. Okay, upcoming, you know, maybe heading into the playoffs, you bring on Stan Caston. But the well, next time... Well, here's... here's- I'm gonna let is this the listeners of the in. Email hot dog. Well, no, the next time no, I'm you gonna bring let on- I'm gonna let listeners in on a little on, on a little secret here. Um, the reason we don't have as many Dodger people on is because the Dodgers own sure. 570, right? Um, and so those guys go on there whenever they oh, want. I know that, but but you but, guys have always had a good relationship with Stan Caston. I, I think he likes you guys. Yeah. And the next time though, because I I think Stan Caston will come on here every once in a while. No, he here's what Stan would say. He'd go look. We understand that change is hard. We understand that fans are addicted to... He goes, and, and Stan will say this. He goes, guys, it was up to me. Vince Scully would have been doing games for 200 years. Right. It can't work. Right, but I want Bergman to directly confront Kasten on this. Like, this is this is the interaction that I... Okay. Like, I don't care he about would give him. Stan would give him lip service, and then he would just roll his eyes and hang up. Pretty much. Yeah. And then he would never come on again. Yeah. It, uh, but, he, what, but what a way to burn that bridge. <laughs> and going I burn my what Dodger bridge. To, I love the Dodgers. What happened to Stan, who's no, making an appearance every Kasten, week? Not the bridge. Well, he's a part of it. He was on every week until they started talking hot dogs. No, I mean, just Bergman. <laughs> Bergman took him off. I mean, Bergman, you put Kasten on the stand. Like, like he is a hostile witness in a trial. Stan. You go at him. But when, Why did Greg, you get rid of Farmer John? Because he got a way better deal I don't from care the about current that. people. I know you don't. But he, somebody's got to watch the bottom line, and it's him. Oh, they they got. Wait, what are you going to say line. when? What, what are you going to say when Trey Turner leaves? I'm not going to be happy about that. All right, but it's not the Dodgers can offer him a ton of money. It's up to Trey Turner. Yeah. You know, if if Trey Turner wanted to stay here, I think he'd be signed by now. It appears that he wants to test the market. Well, he he also he's a Boris client, but also they he, the Dodgers wanted to wait till the season started, and Trey does not negotiate during the season. And and I, I think Trey Turner should get every dime that he has coming to him. Yep. And if that means he's going to the Astros, then we lose Trey Turner. That's the way the world works. I'm not going to hold it against Trey Turner for making taking the best deal he can get. I will I will say this yesterday, just cruising around the game pulling up and they still have like a lot of the all-star game stuff and the posters and memorabilia and all that stuff and you're looking and it's like all right yeah there's Mookie in the all-star gear yeah there's Trey Turner in the all-star gear there's Freddie Freeman you said something right when we started they're just too freaking good like I, I don't know how to explain and there's a vibe at Dodger Stadium and John you know this doing all the Laker games and everything else there's a vibe there that you could just tell that you shouldn't have that many fans that excited when you're 15 games in front of the division. Like, it's a game against the Twins in early August. There's a vibe you can't really replicate right now with Dodgers baseball and whether people like the hot dogs or they don't. That product is so unbelievably good every single night. It almost, in a sense, like you're, you're, you already know what the result's going to be. Like, it takes away from some of the excitement Although, of the games. If and I, I'm the only one who thinks this, I know, but if the Dodgers open a series today against the Mets, yeah, a seven-game series, I would pick the Mets. I think that the Dodgers have to get their starting pitching back. I know they're beating everybody's pants off right now, but if they got into a series with the Mets 
and the Mets threw DeGrom Scherzer in Scherzer. game one yep. and DeGrom in game two, then came back with Scherzer in game six and DeGrom in game seven, um, that's re- going to be really hard for the Dodgers to overcome. So I, I think they have to get Bueller back. they got to get Kershaw back. Maybe Dustin May will give him an arm. Um, if if they get their starting pitching back, I would switch over to the Dodgers. But right May, now, I think it's pretty the close. Mets, I think, are bit, he's going to throw one more uh, rehab stint Sunday in Oklahoma City, and then he's coming up. Yeah, there's a good piece about uh, May's rehab on the athletic right now, and it seems like he's pretty close and they're pretty confident in what he's going to look like when he's back. Yeah, but the Mets are built more for a series. The Dodgers are built more for a season. Well, then it's, you know, the starting pitching is one thing, but Kimbrell, another example from yesterday, I think everybody's kind of sitting well, hang on. You have arms. your theory. You have, yeah. What's your theory here? My theory is the reason Dave Roberts keeps throwing him out there is he wants to make sure these guys never relax too much. I have, an, I, I have another theory. Just keeping them sharp. <laughs> no, it's... This is when you find out whether or not you can afford to play him in yeah. the postseason. Yeah. Same thing with Muncie and Bellinger. These are the games you find out whether or not you can play them. Well, Muncie's starting in the po- right. Now. So is Bellinger. Yeah, um, but you got to find out if Kimbrel can pitch in high leverage situations. So why not throw? Well, him and the good thing now? too, if, is, they, if the Dodgers went on a ten game losing streak, it wouldn't matter. Well, the, the good thing too uh, is eight with games Kimbrel, up in the division. Kimbrel, there's no politics to play. There's no hurt feelings or long term relationship. If you take him out of that role, okay, whatever. Um, All right, so here's a thought about this Bill Russell story. I have great respect for Bill Russell. I think that he won 11 titles, which, I mean, is just ridiculous. Um, They made the decision today to retire his number for Mm -hmm. everybody, which is probably— Unless you're grandfathered in. Deserved, right. They did the same thing with Jackie Robinson. Mm -hmm. Like, Mo Vaughn was wearing 42. They let him wear it for the rest of his career. Um, if you do it for Bill Russell, do you now, I mean, think about it in hockey, Mm -hmm. they did it for Gretzky. Okay. In baseball, they did it for Jackie in basketball. Now they're going to do it for Bill Russell. So you do nothing for Kareem. Kareem's still living. Right. When Kareem goes, do you do nothing? I don't know, but I'll put it this way. I mean, it's impossible to know this for sure, but if you're asking me whether or not I think it's in the realm of possibilities that Kareem will get the same treatment, I say yes. Well, here's the problem. No other sport has done it for two people. Somebody always has to be first. Or in this case, somebody has to be. I mean, I don't know if you can do it for another person now. But But you know what, though? I mean, honestly, how much blowback are you really going to take for we're going to be the second league to mm-hmm. retire a number or the first across league the league, or the first twice, league to yeah. retire twice for a, a truly, not just all-time great, but like Kareem, I've always said, is in the GOAT conversation for most impressive human beings. The, the, like how much blowback if are you, you really going to deal with? If you talk to old-time basketball guys, like guys have been watching the league since Russell and Wilt played in it, some people will argue that Russell's the greatest defensive center in the history of the game. And Wilt is the greatest offensive center in the history of the game. And Kareem is Russell and Wilt combined. Yeah. He's the he's basically one guy who's who could do all those things in one body. You can make an argument that Kareem is the greatest basketball player of all time. You can make a credible right. argument for that. Most people are gonna go Jordan, fine, whatever, not looking to debate it. I'm just saying Kareem is a credible choice. And then you combine everything Kareem meant, you know, not just to the game. But as an activist, as an ambassador afterwards, and all the historical books and documentaries he's worked mm-hmm. on, all that different stuff, what possible downside is there to retiring his number across the league? Okay, if you do it for Kareem, what do you do about Jordan? Do it for him. What do you do about Kobe? Well, with Kobe, I guess there's always the which number. I, 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 I know what he's Co- saying. Like, I, I know what Kobe, he's saying about... I don't think, though, Kobe... And again, with all sincere respect, I don't think Kobe is at that level when you talk about overall impact beyond just the game itself. And unfortunately, because, right. because if, Kobe's life was cut short, I think he was on a path towards being that. Okay, if LeBron finishes with all-time leader in points, all-time leader in assists, what do you do with LeBron? 
I mean, one of them is already going to be retired theoretically because of Jordan, right? And actually, it's it's. But you see what I'm saying? No, that you're open up the door. Actually, yeah, that's John, what you're saying. No, yeah, no, now, there is, now you have to consider. No, a whole there is no door because by then, six and twenty three are both retired, so there's nothing to do for LeBron. Well, but then the argument is, how do you recognize LeBron's greatness? Find a different way. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I have nothing but great things to say about Bill Russell. I, if this would have been put in front of me, I would have I'll voted just, for it. But what do you I do now, for the other guys? Yeah, now I'm now wondering I'll, what you do for Kareem. What, what, do, you what think, you do what do you think, Michael? LeBron? What do you think, Michael, would say when you're saying that you kind of got somebody that's watched all these? We were talking about that a little bit earlier. Somebody that's watched all the generations. Every time we do the pregame show, we're throwing out some stat, and it's it's Wilt stat or it's right. you know whatever it is. Do you think some of the old schoolers? would say kind of what you're saying about, well, if you're going to do this for Bill, make sure you don't forget about some of these other guys that have kind of helped pave the way for the league. Right. Well, the one thing about Bill Russell is it was his social significance as much as his basketball that they're doing. That's what I'm saying. Most of these all-time greats, with all respect to them, they're not at the level of a Russell or a Kareem or I'd say a Magic when it comes to other sports, Muhammad Ali. Right. When it comes to over like significance that is – Far greater than the game. You can make an argument that Magic's life after basketball was more impactful than his life in basketball. Magic is one of the greatest athletes of all time, period. Right. So these. So what do you do the, for him? Do the same thing. All right. So you're, I'm not you've a now slip, okay. And you've now taken. Guy. You've now taken thirty three off, <laughs> off the board. Thirty two oh, off the board. Twenty three off the board. Oh no! There's only like ninety seven numbers to choose well, I'm just from. Saying, oh no! I'm just saying. If it, who cares? Well, <laughs> like really, who if, cares? You, if you He's do it, if, Vince Carter's number. No, yeah, if you do it for all of these people and you see your default seems to be, yeah, just let them in. Do it in. Let them in. But do no, it again. it's not a default. Then it waters down the significance no, of the honor. No, it doesn't because what Magic Kareem Russell. Okay. Tell me the counter argument for them in terms of significance. Not a slippery slope argument. Right. But tell me how they don't meet this very rare criteria that I'm laying out. Explain how they don't meet it. Because you didn't include Jordan. Jordan. Jordan is still living, right? I mean, wait, I, maybe I did. First of all, I said if you want to do way, it for Gret- Jordan, Gretzky's still living. If you want to do well, and there Russell, are people argue why the, wait till they pass. Right, but Russell is also the example that we're using, and he just passed away. If you want to do this for Jordan, do it for Jordan, because again, most people think Jordan is the greatest ever. I'm telling you right now, slippery slope to me. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think most of, most of these problems that you're presenting as problems, I'm like, these are not real problems. Like well, if, if you say yes, like you're doing to every single number, not, then it's not. But no, but I'm not going to say yes to everybody. I said no to Kobe. This is right? Kobe. Mm-hmm. I said that I don't think Kobe would meet that criteria. It's Kobe freaking Bryant, and I don't think he necessarily would. I'm not. A, I mean, LeBron's a special case because both his numbers would already be retired. But like you know, Giannis, for example, two-time MVP, he's going to go down as one of the all-time greats. So far. I would say Giannis is not on the path to getting that type of treatment. Like, the players that we've singled out so far, Magic, Kareem, Russell, and I guess Jordan, who's just sort of his own thing, Mm -hmm. these guys are very specific examples of why you do this in the first place. It's not just because they're great players. Like, I wouldn't do this for Wilt, for example, at least in terms of what I know about Wilt. I don't think Wilt would necessarily fall into this. Uh, Wilt's number is retired by more teams than any other number. Yeah, yeah. So it 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 the, the reason why I, th- I was a little surprised that they did it today is now. What do you do from here? Yeah, yeah. They've set up a precedent that, that it will be hard to follow. What kind of a driver are you? Because I, I think there's two kinds of drivers. Travis is the one that ten and two. And if somebody cuts him off and yells at him and flips him off, he'll keep his eye on the road and not say anything. Right. He's taking the safe route. Yeah. I tend to uh, a little honk here. I, I throw honks out yeah, a little I'm more, bit. I'm more like Travis. Hey. More like Travis? Yeah. We'll say nothing? Yeah. We were trying to figure out, look, Ramona in the house here. I'm here. I have you look so like, many things. Did you go shopping during TV? <laughs> I was going to say, Ramona bags. looks like she has been uh, shopping all morning. She's got like 15 bags. <laughs> the Glendale Galleria. She's right got she uh, TV segments two on food Rodeo. containers, a coffee. Uh, we got we got a lot, a lot going on. Well, you guys, this this will actually should be. Detail everything that I have going on Please. here. Sure. What do you so have? first, I uh, I was like up in the, I was like your guy on up in the air, George Clooney's character. Okay. okay? I had set. My star, but in the last break of the show, mm-hmm. NBA Today that I was hosting, I set the star. I ordered the Starbucks so it would be ready on the walk over. Right. 
right? On the walkover, and the barista had it go- had it going, okay? But the guy at the front didn't have my chicken and hummus box ready. Mm. And he was like, oh, I'll be right there. I'm like, no, I'll just grab it. And I showed him my thing because he was like checking somebody out because I did not have two minutes to spare. Right. Right. I was like upset at the inefficiency because I had my efficiency down. Yeah. And then I got a baby present from Bobby Marks who wrapped it and everything. That very nice. Maybe had it wrapped at the Nordstrom store. (laughs) I think the Nordstrom people wrapped it. Um, And then I have my nice shoes that are in the in the bag now because I couldn't walk across the plaza in heels. Okay. Now, are there are there. Shots on the NBA today where they can see your shoes? Um, usually there are, but they were nice to me and just had me behind the desk. Right, because I would think you could wear whatever shoes you want. Like you, Malika, they show off a little bit, yeah. right? Well, yeah, and she yeah. she walks around on the set and stuff. Right. And then there's this thing called the cozy corner, and I'm like, it's not so cozy when you're six <laughs> months pregnant having to be on this. And I'm like, you know, like uh, maybe behind the desk. I think that'd probably be best for all involved. Um, and then the other one is the breast milk cooler, where Love I it. had because of the timing today, I had to pump in the makeup chair. Oh. Love it. Before multitask. I'm, I'm either going to pump on air live with John Ireland, or I'm going to do the way, it. You in you are completely welcome to do that, and I will not <laughs> raise a stink in any way. We will well, get rid of the iPads. We will get rid of the iPads, though. Yeah. Bergman, get the. It would be okay because so, I have if the wireless one. Pump, the we got to lose the iPads. <laughs> They've come a long way in breast pump technology, and the, that you That's wouldn't even fun. know. You won't even Excellent. see it. I have a wireless one that wouldn't even. I did wow. it once with Sedano. I was on air, and he was like, "He's a dad. He'll be all right with this." You can't hear it. No, you can't hear it at all. Excellent. Yeah. I was like, I did this live on air. No one noticed. I did not know that John was going to say, if Ramona's is going to pump, just get rid of the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I got to take care of my girl here. We don't want to, you know, because you, you, know yeah. you know what would happen. Thank you. It would go viral. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. all the Neanderthals would, oh, yeah. would get into her timeline. Highest rated YouTube video <laughs> ever. <laughs> It'd just be ridiculous. Or not. <laughs> all the people records. who haven't had a date in seven years would be complaining that Ramona is pumping yeah. during the show. It really I, is kind of magic, though, isn't it? Like now. I love it. I mean, you can just do that and feed your baby. Yes. All right. right. Ireland and Ramona coming up next. Stay right here.